It's Mark and Shane on the Gentleman's Club. Hey everybody, Mark, Myra, and Shane Allen here. Welcome to the Gentleman's Club podcast. Shane? Mark? Had the, had the, the wives on last time? The old, wives, the old bags and chains. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Well, oh, it was the gender reveal that you're having a, a boy. It was a boy, right? A big old boy, yeah. Thick-headed gentleman. I um I listened back to that one to see how it sounded, and I we just all we talked about was uh, sperm. Well, your sperm, yeah. Yeah, jism, a little jism, jism yeah. talk. Yeah, just to clarify, it is it was Mark's sperm. Like, I'm, it's <laughs> not my my you know unborn son has not been jizzing in the oh, wife. Okay, <laughs> nobody been, was if, saying that. <laughs> if you haven't listened, I, you, you just like you went from we were talking about your baby boy to jizz. So I just want to clarify, you know. Um, and uh, we we're gonna have um. So we got the roast of Rochester. We're gonna have the uh. I, I guess the release of the tickets, right? The release of the ticket. Tickets are gonna go on sale. What the hell am I saying? Tickets the will release be going- <laughs> the tickets. <laughs> the tickets will be going on sale soon. Um. But what I'm nervous about, Shane, is that right now, at least, there's only a hundred tickets for the roast of Rochester. Um. And when they go on sale. Maybe they'll go quick. I, and so what I did was I put out on the Gentleman's Club Facebook and on my Facebook just being like, hey, if you want kind of like a little extra uh, uh, or early early um, um, alert, what am I – how could I – how do I not know words? If you want an early warning <laughs> um, about the tickets being on sale, send me a message and I'm putting everybody on a list. So I have a few people that have messaged me already. Um, and if you are on the Patreon – we're going to have the link there early for everybody on the Patreon so you can grab your tickets and, you know, hopefully get them just in case they sell out and all that. I'm nervous that they are going to uh, raise the limits and we're not going to sell out because like, every show right now is selling out. Like, yeah, yeah. If, if you did a puppet show that was just about how Black Lives Matter yeah. isn't that great. You're selling out. Like people are, uh, people just want to go to a thing right now. Now, now the 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 roast of Rochester, the rumor doing it, comedy at the Carlson. Traditionally, it holds like 300 people, but because of COVID, it holds three people now. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully we sell it out. You know, very exclusive. <laughs> so you're worried that we're going to be able to have more people. I am. Is, I, is want, I want to have less people. I want to. I'm hoping for a fifth wave so that they lower the capacity more. So I just want to say that we sold out again because this is just, we sold out a theater the last time. Yeah, right? yeah. Small theater. Small. What a theater. Full, a full capacity theater in COVID. COVID existed. Yeah. And we sold that sucker out. So if we can't sell out Comedy at the Carlson, well, it's Comedy at the Carlson Arena. So hopefully we can sell out that arena. Oh God! Mm-hmm. I forgot about the arena. the arena part. Yeah. So, um, so basically, I was I wanted to let you guys know if you're on the Patreon, patreoncom slash club. It's only four bucks. You get extra podcasts and all that stuff. You're gonna get the link early, and then also if you want to be on the list, uh, follow us on uh, on on Facebook, and you can message us, and we'll make sure that you're on the list so you get the updates and you know when tickets are going on sale so you don't miss out. I think I. I I think we should release the Judge Asasio cut. Okay. What do you think? 
Because we had, I mean, we had the judge. Yeah, yeah. On the last roast, I think we should. Uh, I've got the, I've got the clip edited somewhere. I can, I can pull her up and pull her out mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. throw her up, and then she'll sue us. Hey, she did, she wanted to do. She wanted to do it. Yeah, but now that we're using clips of her, I don't know if she signed up for that. You know, she's gonna want kickbacks or visuals. Mm-hmm. She wants to she probably get want to get paid in Thailand bucks. And then, well, and then you get to, we have more, you know, Rochester special guests that are going to be at the Roast Rochester. And well, you know, you'll, you'll get all that info when tickets go on sale. You know, Mark, I was going to throw out this sweater, but I'm looking at it. Not bad. Not you, bad. If you got a uh, shallow beanie, you'd look like uh, not a captain, but the captain's first mate on a, on like a crab vessel. Yeah. You know? Sure. I'm glad that you didn't go with White Cosby. I feel like that's, you know, low-hanging fruit and you yeah. went with the sailor way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like it. People I like, that. like those long, drawn-out references mm-hmm. to uh, to deadliest catch. So, Shane, what happened to you? What, what was the blood? You said there was blood in your life? Yes. Um, so I got the call from the Red Cross. Urgent need for blood right now. Which, by the way... It's like a Macy's one-day sale. It's every day. There's always a critical need for blood. Mm-hmm. They, but they love me, right? They, they love my own negative blood. They, they are hitting me up constantly. They're like, Shane, we got Talladega tickets. If you want to win a trip to Talladega, come and give some blood. I've never been to Talladega. I don't even watch NASCAR, but I was like, I'll come give some blood. Sign up. Wake up. The ass crack of dawn this morning. Go to a blood donation center. Risking my life because I'm not fully vaccinated mm. to go get pricked, right? And seven o'clock in the morning, I roll in and uh, I, I sit through a half hour of bullshit and, you know, going through a second screening and all that, whatever. They pricked my finger, right? I don't know if, Mark, how much you've donated blood. They prick your finger to test your hemoglobin. Is that test if you have AIDS or something? No. That's a different test. That comes in the mail later, and they're they're pretty notorious for giving a false positive with AIDS. <laughs> Fun. Not, not great. But so they the dude's uh, testing my hemoglobin, and he lets me know that I'm uh, a half of a point off from what they like. So I, I gave him the wink, and I was like, "So we're good here, right? We're good." He's like. No, you got to come back in a couple weeks. It's going to take you a couple weeks to get that hemoglobin up. Wait, you have bad blood? I guess so. I guess so. The dude walks away, comes back with a pamphlet of information for me of how to get my hemoglobin up, and he starts uh, giving me a little lecture about how I should be eating healthier. Mm. So at 7 o'clock in the morning, I'm trying to give the gift of life, and all of a sudden I'm getting fat shamed because I got fat blood, and I... uh, I don't know, Mark, if you've ever been told your your blood is too fat, but like that is brutal. That that cut me. That ruined my whole day. So, like it, my day has been done since seven o'clock this morning when a guy pricked my finger and told me I was too fat to give blood. Amazing. Yeah, I. Um, it seems like you know they're like literally going, "Hey, come give blood so we can send you to the second shittiest city in Florida." And then they're going to send you back because what? You need a couple more hemos in in your body? Yeah. 
They're anti, yeah, they're anti-gay and anti-hemos. <laughs> or they're pro-hemos. They're pro-hemos. Yeah, they're pro-hemos. Anti. Uh, <laughs> yes. And I, I, listen, I don't get it. I just, just take my damn blood. Add the it's, hemos later. It's a, veg, it's a, it's low-key vegetarian shaming and, and vegan shaming, to be honest with you, because what it is, is when you are low in hemoglobins, you're low in, like, iron and, uh, which you get a lot from the meat, and I, you know, mm. I've been slacking on my vitamins, my supplements, and also been slacking on eating vegetables. Uh, so that's not good either. But yep. Too so fat, wait, too wait, what have you been eating? Blood. You're a vegetarian. What have you been eating? No meat, no vegetables. Cheese and tortillas. Ooh, yeah. baby, Mexican night at the Allen House. It's every night. Every night, it's a tortilla. On a plate with a piece of American cheese on it, 30 seconds in the microwave, probably more like 25 because 30 you know is what? pushing it. I'm on this. I'm on this doctor's side, Shane. You have a child on the way, bud. You can't be. You can't be eating seven slices of American cheese on the gordita in the microwave. You know. I mean, you tell me what I can eat that's quiet at two o'clock in the morning while my wife is sleeping nearby. All right. Um. What uh are are you going to? I, I have a I have a story about uh, donating donating life, but um, when with when your when your baby boy is born, are you going to raise them vegetarian? Because it's been no, discussed. I've yet? already been I've already been told that it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. You got to they, but you'll let them make the choice, right? If they if they're like eight years old and they're like, I don't want to eat, you know, dolphins anymore. Yeah, I, I sure if that's what they want to do. I mean, I think. I think my parents gave me the choice. Yeah. I don't know. Well, actually, no, that's not true. I, I just never even thought of it back then. Um, but yeah, no, if they, if they want to join in, if I'm still a vegetarian, then mm-hmm. sure. They're going to have Time such low hemos. Oh God my God. Damn. I, I, I think it's going to be a, a, a thing, man. I think the vegan vegetarian thing is going to, it's going to take off in their, these kids lifetime. Yeah. Or I think like school lunches is going to be like plant-based. I remember. So speaking of donating, with the yeah, you, you donate blood a lot. I've never donated blood ever. Um, I uh, I remember at a warp tour one year. I don't know if you remember. You seem like the kind of person that's been to a warp tour and sat front row over a little Hawthorne Heights. <laughs> if I've been to a warp <laughs> tour, Mark, of course I've been to a War- warp tour. I yell. You don't. You know I'm the guy that was yelling at other guys in the crowd at Warp Tour for throwing girls too much and groping them while they were just trying to crowd surf. But you, you know, know you know you'd take a grab. <laughs> I, if it was an accidental <laughs> glance, but that, never a grab. That was there was dude there was some dudes that got a grab, and you know who you are. Yeah. And I fucking hate it. Because you're still doing it. And those you're girls were thirteen, it. bud. They Your were name thirteen. Is, your name is Matt Gates, and <laughs> yeah, I saw du- you, Matt Gates. One of the, one of the Duggars isn't didn't yeah. he just get in trouble? You had an MXPX shirt with mm. the ripped sleeves. I saw you. You know that I slapped up Jeffrey Star at a Buffalo Warp Tour. You know I did. Um, Warp Tour was always great because it's like I saw ten minutes of five bands I wanted to see, and then an hour and a half of no effects every time, and it's like. I don't know why I'm watching this guy. I don't know why I'm watching Fat Mike still <laughs> talking about George W. Bush ten years later. Yeah, 
Oh, there's a big D in the kids' table. Oh, yeah, little Scott. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll go back to my Memphis Mayfire. Thank you. <laughs> um, so Warp Tour one year, um, I remember seeing a bunch of my friends on the side of the main stage. While well, the Coheed and Cambria or Fall Out Boy or, you know, some like. Oh, like on the stage? Band. On the stage. On the stage. Stage right. I'm not, gonna, I'm not here to call an entire Rochester band out, but I will. I saw you, Sirens and Sailors. Oh, I uh, saw you on the main stage watching Fall Out Boy and Coheed and Cambria on the stage. Well, hmm. it turns out there was a booth at warp tour i mean turns out the whole place was just booths and a couple of stages but there was a booth where if you signed up to donate bone marrow Mm -hmm. you got backstage passes okay so all of my friends like and look i'm not saying sirens and sailors didn't give a little marrow but all my friends had a great plan of signing up getting backstage passes and when they were like people are dying come give us your marrow they just said no <laughs> no. Oh yeah, because uh, yeah, it wasn't on site. Yeah, they were scraping uh, the inside of people's bones on site. Yeah, there. Yeah, so I remember that one. But there was also the pita truck. That one. Did you ever go in the pita truck? Like, are you talking about like the delicious Greek food, or are you talking oh, about no. the angry animal people? Yeah, the, the okay. animal folks. They they would. How, how they got you is they literally paid you. They they had a they had an attractive guy. It was like a very like Mormon church esque type of thing. They had an attractive guy or gal standing outside the truck, and they would just yell like, "Hey, do you want to make five bucks? Do you want to make five bucks? Okay, you just got to watch this video." And you would go into the the truck, and they'd show you just the most heinous fucking shit you ever seen. And then you'd walk out, and you'd be like, "I don't even want." The money i just i want to go home did you do I was, it I, I, no no i watched a guy get out of it and it, it, it that was like my vietnam like looking at that guy's face and i was like no i was still too into cheeseburgers at the time yeah at&t would do the same thing <laughs> you guys yeah. want five bucks <laughs> check out yeah. this gape porn mm-hmm. check out how we how we got the verizon guy on our side yeah. Can you hear him now? You fucking can't. I, I just love the people. Like, just how stupid are you where you thought that these 14 and 15 year olds promising to give you bone marrow were going to follow through at some point, you know? Yeah. Uh, maybe they, yeah, maybe they were really banking on these kids. Like, man, if they see Paramore side stage, yeah. they're going to fucking, they're going to feel like they have to, you know? So I got a um I got a message from somebody just like a random person asking if um uh, this was a couple of days ago asking if uh, you and I um are taking over for mornings on the zone. <laughs> Wait, is this a random is a, message? <laughs> is it an opening? I think it might be Jubal begging to be taken off the station. Maybe okay. Is <laughs> No, it, was just some random, it was just some random person. And um, I just look, I, I don't know where the, the people are getting these rumors from. I don't know why this is a rumor, but there is just no look. There's it's boring to get into it, but basically there's just no possible way 
that would ever, ever happen. Even like aside from just like, oh, me and Shane got hurt feelings. There's just no possible way. They're not going to go. We want to spend more money. Mm. We like spend more money. That's not ha- it's just not happening. I will gladly come and do mornings at the zone. Okay. Gladly. With me, right? (laughs) Sure, 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 sure. It's just going to be the Shane show. Uh, No, uh, with, uh, yeah, with whoever you want to put me on. (laughs) I will, I will, I will gladly come back to the zone for mornings and uh, cause it will be the end of the zone. (laughs) All I need is one morning. Just give me one morning zone. Let me back in for one morning. I'll go to FCC jail and I'll I take you down even, with me, motherfuckers. I don't even know what this means. <laughs> I will make up new racist slang. <laughs> I will offend every every group. I will find a way to offend Nazis. I will get the Nazis on your ass, the zone. So yeah, hire me back for the mornings. For one morning, you fucking cowards. Bring hey. me back. Um, yeah, I don't know where where that rumor is coming from. Um, I say we we gotta spread it. I we, think yeah, we, yeah, we gotta yeah, we gotta field the field of dreams and shit. We gotta just say that we're doing it. Should we just show up one day? They I haven't mean, changed the door code. I guarantee it. And also, if you think about it, the person because I mean the the show that's piped in now is from like Seattle or something. It's like from not Rochester, right? Mm-hmm. So okay. there's just like some sad board op that's pressing the buttons. In the studio, nobody's in there at five thirty in the morning, other than the board ops. If you and I just showed up, we were just like, "Hey, uh, no, it's us now. We're back." I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure we could just. Yeah, I wonder who's right running in. the board. Who is running the board? Hmm. Which coward is running <laughs> that board? You know, it's like someone nice, like Austin. No, I don't think so. I don't. I think they cleared house. I maybe they've actually figured out how to automate that because that's definitely a job that could automate it. Very easily. It's automated everywhere else but Rochester. But we were just – so what was it? Oh, this is like really insider radio. Like we were too broke to pay for some type of system. So instead – or like it was our satellite was broken. So we were we were like <laughs> – the zone was so cheap. We were streaming Rover's show through a computer and playing that. I think oh, it was something yeah, like yeah, – um, insane. No, it wasn't even like – Here's the deal, dude. It wasn't even like something broke. So like we had a huge satellite on the building mm-hmm. or satellite receiver, whatever, you know, satellite, a big one. And like some of the show that's getting piped in, I think it was Rover was coming from a different space satellite. Like they had changed space satellites. So our satellite oh. had to be point just pointed in a different direction. It wasn't that our satellite was broken. Our receiver was broken. It just needed to be pointed somewhere else in the sky. And that was too expensive yes. <laughs> to repoint <laughs> the satellite. It's just like, just give Shane and I a couple of turkey sandwiches. We'll go do it. You know, <laughs> we yeah. would have done it. Yeah. Oh, amazing. But yeah, we're coming back. We're coming back. We're not. No. <laughs> the zone mornings. Look out for the gentlemen's club. New show. Yeah, so I don't know why those rumors are going around. It's at least maybe it's just one person. That's all you need. That's how rumors start, Mark. Let's let's get it going. You know, let's let's take over other stations too. I heard that we're doing afternoons on uh, WDKX. I wish. 
I heard that. I think I think we could break it to that place too. <laughs> I think we're. I heard we were going mornings on legends. That's what I heard. That's the word on the street. Can you imagine the Gentleman's Club on Legends? I think what we would a, clean up. What an amazing show. We would clean up. Just like just me and you laying down some ha-has in between um, Uptown Girl and, you know, Uptown <laughs> Funk You. I don't know. I don't know what they play. That's a little, that's, yeah, that's a little too, <laughs> a little too uh, Both those songs are too modern. <laughs> wait, wait. Uptown Girl? Yeah, dude, it's legends. They're playing, yeah, you know, J- Johnny Fabio and the boys they're, or whatever. They're playing Gregorian chants. Yeah, it's like doo-wop bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think we should go on there. That'd be great. Did I tell you that I I once was like pitching the, the a show to WXXI, which would be me doing a classical show. They had a classical opening, and I wanted to do it as. A guy that didn't know anything about classical. Oh, so as yourself. Okay. So it was going to be me learning about classical as a show. And I thought it was an amazing concept. Like, hey, I'm learning. You're learning. People are calling in and teaching me. It's a whole thing. I'm just like, hey, here's fucking Bach. Holy shit. This thing fucking cranks, dude. Holy shit. You hear the bassoon on this motherfucker? Whoa, WDKX. I'm saying the wrong station and everything. It was a whole. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't respond to my email. Oh, that was in your email. Okay. Yeah. To speaking of WXXI, when I was uh, unemployed, um, I applied for a job there also. That was a, like an opening for like a reporter or something. I don't know. Like they do like newsy stuff. It's like I could stick a mic in some you know fat guy's face and tell him to talk yeah i was like this is pretty pretty then, easy yeah, so i like that you looked down at the camera looked at me looked at your microphone <laughs> and you're like i can stick a microphone in a fat guy's face <laughs> you're just like looking around the room oh, anyway. <laughs> i can stick a shirt on a fat fucking piece of shit uh you know like a reporter does <laughs> it's, it's fucking you had a family guy moment <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> so like I, I i had applied and i was like oh, i mean they'll at least talk to me like i was like i just got such a big ego i guess where i'm like i've been in rochester radio for 12 years and have had director's position and you know an afternoon show where i go like even if people don't want to hire me for something they'll at least interview me just to be nice right they they never called me they never e- they never even emailed me back like yeah we're not for you bud you know mm-hmm. like and i would understand that i've never done news stuff but my brother like 6 months later he works at the little or worked at the little which is associated with wxxi he said that they people from the radio wxxi went to the little and went to the employees at the little which is a movie theater has nothing to do with radio or news or anything and we're begging them. They're like, we need this position filled. Ask anyone you think would be able to do it. And like, my brother came and told me, and I was like, I applied for that position. They mm-hmm. went, no thanks for Mark. We'll just go beg people on the street <laughs> to come do this. And you know what? I get it. You know, it's all about integrity. And <laughs> yeah. If, and we don't got any. But you know who does? The guys the little. They yeah. got it. The the guys at the little, they're friends, mm-hmm. you know, definitely. Um, but uh, yeah, we're, we're not doing mornings on the zone. Um, and 
<laughs> Apparently, or if we, we did, we only need a more. We need one. We need one morning for just Shane give to- us one morning, you fucking <laughs> cowards! Come on, come on! You had us on for like ten years. You can yeah. give us one more. You can pay us our normal salaries in one day. You paid us so little, and we'll give you the rating spike you want. Mm-hmm. One day. Mm-hmm. It's called hammocking, Mark, in the in the programming biz, right? Hammocking. I have no idea Cause, what that is. Because the whole thing is they're gonna they bring us on, right, for our one day explosion extravaganza of ratings, mm. but they are they're gonna fire us again, which we know going in because sure. they're gonna fire us again. But then they bring on the next show, and it's going to be even worse than whatever the fuck Jubal's doing. It's going to have even more fake prank phone calls. It's going to have more people's wives on the show. It's going to have a laughing guy. It's going to have music, you know, that you don't listen to. It's going to be catering to an audience of not 14-year-old girls, 8-year-old girls. You know if there was ever the situation where they brought us in, and they were like, look, we want you back. Right. They would offer us half of what they were paying us. They would. It wouldn't be like one of those things where like, well, we really want these guys. They'd be like, look, they'll do it for half. Mm -hmm. And I'll take it for that one day. You fucking (laughs) cowards. I'm talking. I will get I will get medieval on that microphone. Mm. And I'm talking about I will get I will say racist terms from the medieval times. The yeah. the place in Toronto, right? Where Yes. Yeah, I'll call people flagons of mead. Ooh. That felt oh, weird. That felt yeah. All right. Yeah, a sack of wine. All right, this show. <laughs> let's, let's move it along, Mark. What else do you got? <laughs> All right. Well I wanted to I, I meant to bring this up last time, but we had our wives on the podcast, so I was like, this would not be like um super appropriate if I brought it up with our with our wives like you know hanging out with us but um so the the Derek Chauvin trial that police officer that killed um uh George Floyd yep okay I'm so bad with names all right so that trial he got found guilty on like it was like three counts he's gonna get like over you know 30 years in prison yeah. is is what everybody assumes right so got found guilty as the police officer that like had his knee on that guy on George Floyd's neck for like over eight minutes and whatever. It was, you know, crazy that he actually got found guilty because that like hardly ever happens. But I was thinking, Shane, I didn't watch the trial too closely, um, but it seemed like what his lawyer was trying to do. Uh, Derek Chauvin's lawyer was trying to go like basically like look at the crowd that was like telling the story of what happened and kind of be like, well, they were acting irrationally and this police officer was doing things, you know, by the book or whatever. Right. I think Derek Chauvin's defense lawyer should have done the whole affluenza kid or affluenza teen thing. Do you remember that kid? The affluenza teen. It was like, of course I do. I look like I'm related to him. (laughs) Well, the affluenza teen, he like, he killed like four people or something driving drunk and he crashed into a car. And then their whole defense was like, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's so rich. You know how rich people think they can get away with everything. That's him. And then he got away with it. And then he got away with it, right? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Because of the whole affluenza thing. If their lawyer was just like, you know what? You're right cops are terrible defund the police look what they did to Derek Chauvin 
it was a culture of, of racism and killing people. And Derek Chauvin was sucked into it. And if they would have done like, oh, yeah, cops are terrible. And they taught Derek Chauvin to be terrible. You can't blame him. It's the system. I think that's what they were saying, though. Oh, were they? I, yeah, I mean, that's what they're they're saying. Like he he was he did what he was trained to do. Right. I think they should have gone more like we're on Black Lives Matter side type of thing. And then they and then he would have got he would have gotten away with it. Like well, extreme. The, the affluenza thing has to be, you know, uh, consciously you didn't know what you were doing. But like, yeah. They were they were going with he knew what he was doing because that's what he was told to do. They were going with the he was following orders, you know, defense. Which oh, that always goes great in that's history. A, that's a new one. That's a new one. And by the way, it's a little preview of what I'll be doing uh, one morning on ninety four point one the zone, making the the Nazis mad, making the Nazis mad. I I mean, obviously, I'm. I think it's great that Derek Chauvin got found guilty. It seemed like it should have been a no brainer to get found guilty. But um, the one thing I hated was like people. So people were on Twitter, right? Or on Facebook and just being like, finally, justice is served, right? Like justice is served. Basically, I know, going I, like, I, know, I know exactly what you're going to say. Well, well, basically going like we are happy. Uh, Derek Chauvin got found guilty. Who aren't we all happy? Uh, and then underneath all these people are just like, <laughs> what was it? It's like, it's not justice. It's accountability. And it's like, okay, why don't you just shut the fuck up? People are going, we're happy. He's in jail. And then you're going to go attack this person. Cause they're not using the right word. Would you yeah, relax? It, it was the perfect encapsulation of why everybody hates the fucking left. Yeah. Like Jesus Christ, guys take an hour off, take yeah. an hour off. Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. Why are you correcting people that are on your side, you dumb assholes? Oh, I'm just glad I beat cancer. You got rid of cancer. You got rid of it. Doctors got rid of it. It's like, okay, mm -hmm. why can't we just be happy that the cancer's gone? Okay. Who the you transitioned into a life without cancer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, why are wow, you blowing wow. up? How fucking, how fucking rude to cancer havers. <laughs> like, we, like, people literally were like, I want to be understood. I want, I want people to know that this was wrong. That the police, that Derek Chauvin murdered somebody. I'm going to freaking light a target on fire. We're going to loot this Walmart. And then finally, people are like, you know what? You were right. And we justice was served. And it's just like, you're a fucking asshole. OK, mm -hmm. it's not justice. It's accountability. It's like, OK, well, you know, let's all just go eat our own assholes. Then it's just all like you guys just get so hung up on words. You, you woke buttholes. God, that's going to be so easy to piss you off. Mornings on 94. <laughs> it's coming up, baby. One the morning. Like so look, if we get mornings on the zone, which according to this random person I've never met on my Twitter that DM'd me this information, if yeah. we get it, we're going full Joe Rogan. I hope you know oh, that. hundred percent. We're going to get jacked. We're going to tell every young person in America, not only to not get vaccinated, we're going to tell them to stop eating food. <laughs> it's bad for you. Terrible for you. Only, uh, only DMT kids. Uh, yeah, he brings Elon Musk on to smoke a little, uh, smoke a little reefer. We bring Galasano on. <laughs> Speaking of, can can we just say, Mark? Um, listen, Mark and I, 
Both did not get writing jobs with John Stewart, mm. right? Yeah. We aren't big big comedy writers, right? We're on the outside looking in. We're stained, baby. We don't know anything about SNL, but I think we can all agree. What the fuck are you doing with Elon Musk? What the fuck are you doing with Elon Musk? Some what pe- the fuck? <laughs> He's not even funny on Twitter. The fuck? He j- like, we're a, what are we, a year and a half from, removed from him calling rescue divers pedophiles? Let's throw him on the show. Why? Because he's, you know, he's got a big old name and he talks about a fake currency and makes that blow up. Hey, he made me 40 bucks, okay? He's got a bunch of followers online. Like, how bad are the ratings for SNL? You're trying to bring in some guy that has a, like, this is like, this screams like Tonight Show bringing in, like, the TikTokers because they're trying to cater to the younger audience. Like, do do you really, do you? SNL, do you really want Elon Musk's audience? Because I can tell you, you fucking don't. They're, they're weirdos. They call each other autistic, and it's for fun. Yeah, I'm not even going, like, there are some people that, for whatever reason, had, like, a moral objection to Elon Musk being on. I'm just more of, like, a com- like as a as somebody that enjoys comedy objection Dude. to it. Like, why would you have somebody so, like, that has, doesn't even, not, have, like, not even acting experience. No, and have you heard him talk? He is terrible. Like, I know that everybody, like, maybe, so you'll listen to a clip of him on Rogan, you know, taking a, a big old toke. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you watch his, like, scripted speeches that he does, like, product launches or anything, the dude is a stammering dummy and that's what he's going to be on those cue cards and then grimes is going to be in the audience doing whatever the Uh fuck grimes does she's like another she's like bjork but bjorkier she's bjorkier than bjork yeah she's bjork but somehow speaks english where you can't understand what the fuck she's saying they should just have um, uh, Hannah Montana. Be, she's like the or Miley Cyrus or whatever. Um, she's the uh, she she's the singer. She, she should do, do both. both. Yeah, definitely should do both. He can and act. I, I imagine she's going to do a, a more. I have, I'll call her. I think she's going to end up doing more skits than Elon because they're going to find out that he's a fucking stuttering dolt. Yeah, the only they should stop doing politicians. They should just do like actors are fine. Actors and actresses. Comedians are obviously preferred you know on a sketch comedy show and then i'll give it i'll give them this one athlete you can have peyton manning other than that no more athletes okay and well can we also stop having just you know british actresses every other week on snl i don't know who the fuck these people are come on snl nobody knows who the fuck these people are just fucking put on Joe Rogan like we all want. <laughs> we all want it. Come on. Here's what I promised the zone. You hire us. We won't yes. even talk. We'll mm-hmm. just play Joe Rogan's podcast over the air. I mean, you are you guys have a history of streaming an online stream and playing that over the radio with the rover. So what is the difference? We'll be there to hit the button when Rogan drops some of his classic F-bombs. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it, Zone. We're here. Uh, I, I, that the Elon Musking uh, threw me for a threw me for a, a hyperloop. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't watch it, so you know, I, 
You're not missing much. You're like, this is the age-old question with SNL. It's like, is it bad now or has it always been bad? Is it just like, because you remember it as a kid and it was like a little naughty staying up till midnight on a Saturday that you're like, oh, this is fun. Or was it was it just never good? Because I was watching clips of Mad TV this week on YouTube because it just started auto-playing for me. And I was like, wow, Mad TV didn't get enough credit. This is actually kind of funny. I would prefer this over SNL. And honestly, SNL was like kind of ripping off old bits of Mad TV that I saw. Anyways. I th- yeah, I think they're, I mean, I remember when I was younger, it was like Chris Kattan and Chris Farley and Adam Sandler. And by younger, I mean like I was like eight. And I remember loving it. But I was also, you know, an eight-year-old. I also loved Bonkers. You know, I loved The Weekenders. So um, I-, I think it's just, it's for people from five years old to 12. And then from 60 to crawling into their casket. You know what I mean? I think the, mm. that middle of it is those people are out or sleeping. Yeah. No, like my I dad loves it now. My dad watches it and he yeah. didn't before. And he's, he's old. It's definitely yeah, for the tweens. Cause they love their Pete Davidson. Um, love them. <clears throat> So I'm going, we're going to go to the Patreon part of the episode, patreon.com slash the gentleman's club. It's only four bucks a month and you get extra podcasts, longer podcasts and a rose to Rochester uh, tickets. You'll get the link before other people do. So you can get them before they sell out. All right. Bye.